Good morning and welcome to today's oil market update with Callum McPherson. How are you doing today, Callum? Very well, yourself? Yeah, really good, thank you. Not too bad. Um, Brent rallied strongly into the end of last week, but has now softened again. Uh, would you say this is because uh, the hurricane has passed through? Well, I certainly think that's that's got a, a lot to do with it, yes. Uh, uh, so Hurricane Delta, although it caused uh, a lot of disruption in terms of uh, uh, offshore platforms being shut down along it, along its path, uh, and, and also some disruption to refinery activity, um, the power cuts and so on, when it made uh, landfall over the weekend, it doesn't appear to have caused a lot of uh, lasting damage. So though we'll see this come through in the weekly inventory and production numbers, I don't think it's going to linger uh, have any lingering impact on on uh, on, on the US oil market. Or, um, it, it, it is worth noting that um, that we've had so many uh, named hurricanes this year that we've actually had to move on to the Greek naming convention. That's why this one is called uh, Hurricane Delta. And this is only the second time that this has ever happened. Okay, and there was also news of a Libyan port reopening and even an industrial dispute ending in Norway. Well, I think it's quite surprising, actually, that the uh, uh, Libyan, or certainly surprising to me, that uh, Libya has been able to, uh, if this report is true, um, been able to restore uh, production more quickly than than expected. Um, The the story is that that within the next 10 days, they'll be able to increase output to about 600,000 barrels per day. So that's still about half of, of what it was before this uh, latest round of um, uh, problems uh, came up in, in Libya. But uh, it, it, it's it's a pretty significant progress. And as I say, more quickly than I think than the market generally had expected. And it's not a huge amount, but it's still not, uh, not helpful so far as uh, OPEC are concerned. And uh, similarly in Norway, I mean, the, the disruption had actually only been about 8% of Norwegian outputs um, that, that had occurred because of an industrial dispute there. Um, and that seems now to have been resolved and so that will come back back on again. So, so not, a, not a huge amount, but uh, it, it's not uh, helpful to have any extra supply coming into the market at the moment. More and more talk about further lockdowns in Europe. Uh, what implications does this have for demand? Well, agreed. I mean, it is potentially very worrying. There is uh, talk about uh, about national lockdowns uh, in, in, in some countries, uh, and, and certainly we're seeing regional lockdowns. Um, but, but actually, if you look at uh, the uh, gas oil crack spreads, so this is the premium that uh, the price of gas oil, which is used to produce diesel and, and, and uh, jet fuel to a lesser extent, uh, the premium that that has over over Brent, and we we treat that as being a, a sort of indication of the of, of the of the strength of demand for for middle distillates and for, for diesel. Uh, we can see that actually that this has continued to uh, to recover. It's been strengthening since the low it reached at the end of last month. Um, and uh, if we look at the the gas oil price in isolation that that you know we see it there as well that that has uh, continued to recover so uh, at least so far as the market's concerned uh, it, 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 this suggests that the market isn't too concerned about uh, about these um, these these lockdowns actually actually having a, a, a serious uh, impact on on, uh, on at least on diesel demand 
so 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 we'll 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 see i mean it's it's not uh it's certainly not good for 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 demand but perhaps uh perhaps not disastrous i suppose the other uncertainty is on the us uh, stimulus package um uh, which uh clearly there there are a lot of challenges in uh, in getting that through at the, at the moment but so that's that's definitely something else that's sort of covid related which is hanging over the market Mm, of course. And uh, finally, in summary, what does this all mean for the outlook for Brent? Well, I, I, again, the, the rally last week in Brent has, uh, has, has failed to break through the uh, sort of these, these technical levels uh, arising out of moving averages. Uh, we reached uh, around 43.50 on Friday, which is just above the 50-day moving average, but uh, not really properly broken away from it, uh, and indeed is below the high set in September. Um, it, market also struggling at the, perhaps even more so, at the long end of the curve. If you look at December 22, Brent, for example, uh, back down to around $47 per barrel, that, that is below its moving averages. Um, I'd, I'd say that really the only positive thing I could say about, about uh, Brent at the moment is, is that at least the speculative positioning is quite light. Uh, so people have uh, there's relatively high levels of short positions that 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 the whereas long positions are are, are fairly modest um so at least the the market is not um quite so prone to an unwinding of speculative long positions if the market does does fall further it's a little bit different in the US though there's there's much more uh bullish uh positioning around uh US crude futures uh, and and that's that's on the other hand, is a bit of a worry for, for oil markets generally. So, so we'll, we'll have to see, but um, I, I, th- I think the market does look uh, relatively soft at the moment. Lovely. Thank you for the update, Callum. Thanks, Toby.